Hey, hello, The Warning. Uh, since we recorded our episode, three really cool things have uh, happened with uh, you guys. Just wanted to see if you had a few minutes to share those three cool things with us so that we could uh, drop it in the podcast show. Congratulations and uh, hope you have a few minutes. Yeah, great things have happened since then. We actually released our first single called Choke. It's part of our third album that is on the way. And we're so, so happy with it. We're very proud of this song. And also we recorded a music video, which was also a great experience. We haven't done that in a while. So, uh, you know, presenting this song visually was also a challenge, but we're so happy with how it turned out. And also we're very, very proud and happy to announce that we're part of Metallica's Blacklist album and we're just so excited to be part of this project and because we started with this enter sandman cover it's what launched our careers so now to be able to do our own version of this and not only us as a band but also in collaboration with alessio cara is just absolutely amazing and we're so happy and excited for you guys to hear this yes version. it comes out september 10 so be on the lookout for that we're so 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 happy and we can't wait to listen to the finished podcast episode we're so so happy Hello, welcome, bienvenidos, ¿cómo estamos? My name is Marcelo Treviño and this is El Composer Podcast, a show about creating tracks that tell inspiring stories. Monterrey, Mexico, a city that has notoriously birthed amazing musical talent, really leveled up in 2012 when this band erupted in its scene. Since then, their powerful and virtuous, unique take on hard metal rock has been heard around the world hailed by some of rock's most respected heroes, featured in video games, and amassed millions of listeners and viewers on all audio, visual, and social media. With two critically acclaimed and successful albums to their names, 21st Century Blood and Queen of the Murder Scene, not even a global pandemic could stop these relentless sisters from delivering a third installment to their loyal fans. Produced by David Bennett under their new label Lava Records, Check out their new album later this year, available on all platforms. With us here today, Daniela, Paulina, and Alejandra, The Warning. Introduction. I know. I, I, wrote I feel it so wow. Yes. Thank you <laughs> no. so much. Well, it's you guys. How, how are you guys? First of all, I, I have something to say that I want everybody to know that happened. But uh, how are you guys doing? <laughs> We're, We're good. Great. We're great. excited yeah. to be here. Excited this was possible and getting yeah. ready to talk and tell our stories. Woohoo. Well, I want everybody to know what happened because <laughs> I feel horrible. <laughs> okay. Uh, who books? This is a, this is my actually my first question. Who books uh, the warning for a podcast? <laughs> And then screws up royally on like uh, time zones and uh, scheduling. Who does that? <laughs> just, just has that ever happened to you? Guys? I don't know. Um, have kind you of, that kind somebody of. doing if, that? If, like, see, the sirve consuelo. It has happened on our part, and it feels so bad. Like you mess up the time zones, and you feel so guilty. So don't feel guilty because it, like, yes. it always happens <laughs> to us. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. my heart dropped like completely. <laughs> 
because I like schedule. And I'm like, what do you mean you're on the connect? And then I just froze. My brain froze. <laughs> I just so so anything. Uh, but this makes up for when you guys. Oh, I have to say this story also. You guys uh, came up to to uh, Canada and Vancouver and then drove <laughs> just with no regard towards our friendship and our uh, lives. You drove past my town without letting me know. So I'm taking this as a, as like uh, we're even now. Yeah, we're, we're okay. Even. Um, totally even. Yeah. Well, no, we were even no, before you because you did the same thing here. You, you came, came with, to Monterey, and you didn't come to our house. So, so well, I'm still, I still, we, I'm. So st- we have a free pass now for the future. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you, you still have. Pre- you're right. I'm not forgiven yet. Oh wow. But uh, I am. I'm, I just want to share that story so that Ooh. all of our listeners can collectively feel bad with me, and then collectively say oh, I'm super sorry. <laughs> oh, about don't worry this about crowd. it. But I thank you so much. I know you guys are super busy, and I thank you so much for being here. Uh, we're doing it in, in English because uh, yes. I want to like um, get up my English. Um, speaking uh, podcast episodes up a par by the other <laughs> Spanish-speaking ones. Plus, you guys have like fans all over the world, so this is gonna be super cool for for them. For everyone, yeah! Welcome. We have never done a podcast, so this is cool. Really? Yeah, never. Yeah. Oh, all right. This is this is for uh, yeah for the luchador audio. I'll tell you guys all about that. We're we're not gonna dwell on. I'm not gonna get into a uh, into super uh, pitch. Um, like um, seller mode here we are doing a podcast but yeah I'll tell you all about it Luchador Audio we talked about it I mean the courses and the instruments and stuff but yeah. let's get right to it yes. songwriting okay technically emotionally musically spiritually yep. everything um, take me through the process of how a track from The Warning gets built Okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Right. So yeah okay. getting into it has it changed from one album to another uh yes and no like our process i think is still the same but as you may know each song has a different uh soul to it so it's never quite the same and uh some of them are really hard to get done some of them are done like in Mm -hmm. an hour just like boom super fast but it usually starts with pal on the piano she has like great concepts and ideas already like going um she shows them to us and that's where we kind of jump in and start the opinions. Woo! opinions Are you guys baby? very opinionated? No, it's, yeah. it's really cool because uh, I'm just sitting on the piano making a song mm-hmm. and like thinking of melodies and lyrics and concepts like Danny said. And then I show it to them and I could be completely sold on my idea. But yeah. I I need to pitch it to them. They need to absolutely <laughs> love it. Yeah. So it's nerve Yeah, you're pitching stuff. And then I show yeah. it to them, and they're like, "Okay, this is, this is cool. Let's work on it." And uh, we start with arrangements. Yeah. And mm-hmm. but as you asked, like, yeah, we are super opinionated, yeah. and it it gets hard because there's some of our opinions are so different, and it's crazy since you know we're sisters, but we have clearly very different tastes when it comes to de- decision making <laughs> yeah. on yeah. a song wait you guys are sisters I'm just <laughs> we're all especially involved in every single part of the process yeah like we're making guitar lines together we're making guitar bass guitar lines and we're making the drum parts yeah the three of us yeah so we don't get away with anything when you're writing on your piano playing the piano and writing do you just write chords or are you already thinking of riffs do you hear that stuff in your in your head, or does that come later? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Okay. Like sometimes I do start writing riffs on the piano, 
mm-hmm. and they usually sound pretty bad on the piano because <laughs> I'm just like banging it away and it sounds so yeah, yeah but but I usually show it to Danny and if she likes mm-hmm. it we keep it if she doesn't we don't but you know like it's cre- <laughs> crazy because I can clearly remember right now working on the third album mm-hmm. um, I remember the days where Pat would be like making some stuff on the piano and she'd be like she would call me like, Danny, come downstairs and play this for me. And I was like, okay, cool. So I grabbed my guitar, played the riff while she did something on the drums. And I was like, oh, this sounds cool. But then she would be like, no, it doesn't go like that. You're playing it wrong. And I was just that like, is yeah, very frustrating. no. Yeah. That is very frustrating that I have such a clear idea, especially with timing yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, uh-huh. I have to kind of like teach it to Danny so then she can do whatever she yeah. wants with it. But at first, I, I have would, a clear idea. I would get the on. notes right, but not like the phrasing. You yeah. know how it's supposed to. Right. Yeah. And, and it's not yeah. wrong because it doesn't exist. But yeah. it, it's a whole process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like in my brain, there's a little bit of space between this part of the riff and this part of the riff. And you're like, I don't get it. No, no, try it this way. I don't get it. Try it. Yeah. Like you can hear it in your head, but then when you're trying to get somebody else to, to like, play it, it's it's not. Yeah, but I don't play the, the guitar. Note. So, oh. but we make it work. Yeah, yes. communication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the, things wouldn't be the way they are. And how about Ali? When are you coming into the process, and how is it uh, for you finding um, out what uh, harmonically you're going to be doing and melodically? Mm-hmm. Um, when we work on basslines, we usually work together, and usually Pow has a really clear idea of what she ha- of what she wants. Mm-hmm. So she'll tell me like do like a funky groove or something. And I'm like, what yeah. does that mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, what, funky is, groove. <laughs> what is it? And <laughs> it depends on every song because sometimes um, the bass has like the main riff, mm. and sometimes I just need to like play the basic chords. You know, just play um, and then add like some passing notes, yeah. and then add some passing notes. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's what we do. And I think, like, as a band, the bass plays a very important... Like, yes, we love... The three of us are bass, bass fans. Yeah. So we're just like, we have yeah. to have this cool bass line. And we're all, like, on top of Ale, like, okay, but what if you try this? Okay, and she's also like, wait, can you let me, like, let even, me do, like, do me. my own stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Let me figure it out yeah. before... Yeah, yeah. of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How about how about structure? Is that come uh, for the song? I mean, right. once you guys are jamming... I mean... You've you've uh you figured out what chords, a little bit of the melody and the voice. You've uh, played a, a couple of uh, of riffs. You're now structuring. Maybe you play a little bit on the drums. You're riffing out something. How when does song structure coming into the play for you guys? No, I think I, it comes in like from the beginning. Yeah. I think we have a clear from the beginning. Like, when okay. I'm on the piano, yeah. I kind of mm-hmm. know like what I want to. Sometimes. Be a bird sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes it's so funky. It's because sometimes it comes out very naturally, but and other times it'll be like, hey, I made this pre-chorus. And we're like, that sounds like a chorus. And she's like, no, yeah, it's a, a pre-chorus. <laughs> it's a pre. This does not feel like a chorus. And then something that happened a lot in the new one. was like, this doesn't feel like a chorus. And it feels like a pre, but it's too, like, it's too strong to be a pre-chorus. Yeah. It's yeah. Too, so like, we would have to, like, come up with a really good riff to kind of, like, replace certain parts yes sometimes parts get better than they start out as 
and then you have to like replace them with something else. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, your pre-chorus gets too cool, and then it extends into like a chorus, and you're like, oh, now we don't have a pre-chorus. What did we do? Yeah, like, you have to figure that part out. You have yes. to fill in the fill yeah. in the blank. So, so you come in with like a rough plan, but it's yeah. rough and it's gonna change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, throughout. And then plus sometimes when you start adding, I'm guessing, little um, arrangements here and there, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, maybe we could start with this. You know, make that. Yeah. Or yeah. Make like that. this Has could that happen in the yeah. bridge and you could repeat yeah. it here. Yeah. yeah. That happens with our bridges most of the time. Yeah, with the bridges. Yeah. Yeah. With the bridges. Yeah. Well, what do you mean that you from you grab stuff from there to put other places? Yeah, no, like we or... make a, a little cool arrangement for like the pre-course or something. It's like, oh, if we do this again and break like it down on the bridge. Yeah. It's like, oh, oh yeah. Okay. So we do that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. And is that something you do when you're like jamming the song together? Yes. Yeah, that's kind of like when we're trying out the arrangements. Yes. This is the type of things yeah. that come out. Yeah, that's really amazing. I mean, that's not an easy thing to do. <laughs> to, um, we, I was having a podcast with um, Pucho Monfort, a producer in Monterrey. Mm. We we're talking about uh, songwriting, and uh, we were we were reminiscing about how we were in a band and we got together and figured out songs with our instruments hung from ourselves and like trying to figure out. Um, and then everything you do, um, every mistake you do, like people can, like there's actual people there mm -hmm. who can hear every time you mess up. You have to figure out what comes next and how you interact with each other harmonically and melodically. And I guess that's something that, that isn't done as much now, I guess. People are right. doing a lot of projects starting from scratch by themselves on the computer or with a couple of people. And the art of actually hashing out a song with your, with your bandmates in a room trying to figure out how to how to make that thing work. Uh, there's so much to be learned there. I know. Yeah, because that project It's an uncomfortable process. Like, it like let's be yes. real. <laughs> it, it makes yeah. you feel so uncomfortable. I think the place <laughs> where we struggle the most as a band while in that process is the drums. That part <laughs> is generally frustrating. Because I know that like okay. sometimes I have a very clear idea of like, ooh, it should be like in halftime here and kind of have a fill here. But it's all in the air. And then Danny and Alice are like, you know what? We should add like a tum 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 patch. And I'm like, what yeah. the hell does that mean? <laughs> you need to yeah. be specific. Because when I ask them something, no. like to play something, I kind of got yeah. the notes down. So it's it's a whole process. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah you're, you're communicating on, yeah, it's like play it for me. Yeah. Oh, no, wait, play it, play it again. Wait, no, play it again. And then, and then you're like, oh, okay. So it, it takes a while to... Uh, like share your idea and make it like yeah. a one idea between the three of you. It takes a lot of patience you know, and understanding. Yeah, it and you it. know, yeah. you're totally right that this process is very, very special mm -hmm. because it gets you to a whole different point to the song. Like even as band, as a band, having someone else come in and seeing it like freshly from an other perspective. Because once you are like all the time doing that song and that song over and over again you're just enter this cycle of yes. going around the same everything thing everything sounds good after a while yeah, right? yeah. yeah. And gradually, it doesn't let you go it's really frustrating and it comes to a yeah. point where you can see clearly what you should or shouldn't do mm -hmm. and that's yeah. where like producers come in and that type of thing yes But yeah. how was it? I mean, that's a, that's a really cool trans. Thank you. That's the beautiful transition from <laughs> uh, the songwriting process and track building To your uh, experience with uh, producing the new album. Oh, yeah. Uh, how was it when you guys pitched or presented 
all the songs in your demo form. Oh wait, a, uh, quick question: yes. Do you guys demo? You guys demo in, oh, at your, yes. your studio, right? Crazy demo. Everything. Yeah. Like yeah, we we spent a whole month. We spent December, the entirety uh-huh. of December of oh, 2019, 2019. making yeah. demos okay. for these songs. Right. We yep. still hadn't signed with Lava. Like we were just yep. gonna record the album and release it right okay congrats on that i have to congratulate you guys on oh, that. Thanks. oh thank you yes yeah. we're very happy well, sorry you what you were saying you were saying okay so we were planning to record it on february so we had mm-hmm. to do pre-pro crazy fast and we had all the demos we had everything ready very planned out and when we do demos we basically do a very clear example of what we want to yeah. record every yeah. arrangement yes. with All, the sound it should have a place like everything there. they're very meticulous. everything's where it should be yeah. Yeah, yeah so when we enter the studio we don't waste time because time is money in studios and they're pricey mm-hmm. so we just <laughs> go in and do what we have to do so we were going to do that in february and then it kind of did pandemic hit stuff yep. and we started talking with Chaos. lava so things kind of got put on hold so we have yep like our demos, our songs frozen We're, until mm-hmm. we signed, until July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a crazy okay. time. Like we couldn't was, play live. We didn't so do anything. When we, yeah, <laughs> when we were pitching them and, you know, the label like the demos and everything, they were about to become like one year old. So they yeah. were just like, wow. what? The demos. Yeah, the demos. Yeah, the the demos. demos. Like those songs were older. Like that's Crazy. It's so crazy. So didn't you get a, a feeling that you wanted to like just do a new one <laughs> at one point? We did. Yes, yeah, no. They were so old. Yeah. They were like a, we just they're, they've been there. But for you know so what? Long, we did actually. We had uh ten songs. Yes. Um, and when we started, okay, wait. This this story is going to be put on hold because first we have to introduce the amazing David Bendeth into the story. Yeah. Yes. So, of course. Uh, when we are, you know, finally signed and everything, we started talking about, okay, so when do we record it? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, we can see like Jan. No, we're let's not gonna do record it. In January. Let's we need do it right now. Let's go. Let's do it. And they were like, okay, let's see what's available. And here's like, we came up with a list of producers that we want to work with. We will like see availability. Mm-hmm. And they said like, oh my god, David Bendeth is like. Such a great fit. Do you want us to get you like a call with him? We're like, sure, like, yes, do it. So claro. we met him on Zoom, Zoom. of course. <laughs> yes. And did you guys schedule it and then he didn't show up? <laughs> no. <laughs> or is no. that just no. that's just me, right? <laughs> that's just me, of course. You're going to claro. beat yourself up for this the whole like fuck. I, I know. Okay. So, oh, well. Okay, so you guys met on Zoom, yeah. right? Yeah, we yes, did. We and we yeah. hit it off straight away. Like there was this kind of nice. connection that yeah. was just there. We had really good chemistry yeah. and yeah. we kind of had the same view cool. of where we wanted yep. our yeah. album to sound like more than anything. Yes. Like we uh, the common point was that we wanted our album to sound like what we sound when we play live. When we play live, yeah, yeah. That that yeah. was that was mm-hmm. a goal. Like yeah. that energy yeah. and that punch that we packed live we wanted it in an actual album so we agreed on that and we started talking and we sent him some demos we were honest with him straight away and said like okay yes you uh like in this project you will be the producer but what does that stand for because we are very opinionated and we have been like had well we had very unpleasant uh 
history with some producers like down the line. Like we don't want that to yeah. repeat again. Like so like yeah. we're not doing just going there to like play pretty in the studio. Like no, we're going to work and yeah, fight for what we want in our music. And he was like, totally this is about the songs and get them to be like the best they possibly can. And we were just like, oh yes, That's this great. is awesome. <laughs> so we hit it off straight away. And the plan was to go and record this and have pre-production recording and mixing in New Jersey. Where New Jersey. He's, he's there. Yes. Yeah, he's from there. <laughs> uh, so he knew like he all the studios there. where he was comfortable and everything. We just like, you know what? That's that's better. Um, mm -hmm. But before doing all that, we kind of went uh, and dove into the song straight away. What what do they mean? The lyrics, like everything, the arrangements, what he thought, what he, what everything. And he said, yeah. like, you know what? Let's write, like, I think we should have more songs. And, and we're, we're like, like what why? We need more songs. Why? Put <laughs> into context. Why? Yeah. Like, so we had had these demos for almost a year now. And we had had these songs yeah. for almost two years now. Mm -hmm. So we're like, we have to write more. <laughs> And yeah, uh, <laughs> we wrote too Because you guys are super busy. Yeah. yeah. Like, you guys are already doing stuff. So you have to like schedule in doing more of that yeah, uh, yeah. big project. Exactly. And then, so we wrote two more songs. But we wrote two more songs like a week before going to New yeah. Jersey. To the studio. So it was yeah. like, we need to write these songs now. Yeah. So, and we did. They we sounded did it. so good. And they, they made the album. They made the album. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah and that was like last minute, last minute thing. Yeah, Those are usually the ones that are like that shine through, right? Yeah, yeah no, no, it was and it, it was crazy how much they kind of fit into the rest that we had because we were scared they were going to sound like, like very right. different or something. Yeah. Uh but because it'd been a while uh, since you guys were written something. Yeah. So it was it was great. And we got there and we were super nervous because you know. Even though we hit it off on Zoom, we still didn't Person know this guy. Right? We were going to spend yeah, like course. three months with him in the studio. So yeah. it was just like, I know. That's, that's nerve-wracking. It, it was. Uh, but no, it was great. And we learned a lot from him, you know? We learned the mm -hmm. importance of honesty and actual communication throughout the whole process. Because, man, living with someone, it's basically living with someone for three months. Yeah. You get to see every single side of them that there is. Yes. Good and bad. Good and bad. <laughs> Yeah. And in a working environment, it's just like everything can happen and everything affects, you know, because music is very much also a mindset. So mm -hmm. a bad emotion, a bad day can totally mess up your performance for what it's going to like. And it's going yeah. to be printed out for eternity. So it's like yes. no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Plus you guys, of course. And then you have the pressure of doing this in the middle of a global pandemic. Yeah. And, right. uh, taking all these precautions. And uh, making sure you guys have enough energy to put that energy into the into the songs and the and the album. Yeah. So it's a big challenge. Yeah. I mean, yeah. No, it was how how did it end up for you guys? What was your experience um, in the end? It, it I have three questions about the recording okay. of your uh, latest album. One for each of you. But how did you, how did you guys feel at the very end? It was awesome. It was great. Yes. Like yeah. it. Like we have to look at the silver lining of things. But yeah. usually when you record an album. You're, you're really secluded. Like you're in this little bubble of art and that is where you stay. You try not to have too mm -hmm. many distractions. Like you try mm -hmm. to just stay there. I mean, there are people who stay living at studios while they're recording for a reason. Mm -hmm. So it yeah. was kind of like that. Just like, ah, fuerza. Like you have to do that because mm -hmm. of health. Yeah. 
But I mean, it still served its purpose in a way. Yep. And uh, since we got along great with all the team. Yeah. And it was just a very healthy process yeah. of communication. Mm-hmm. So when we finished, it was kind of bittersweet. It was like, yes, we finished. And like, oh like, my oh, God, it's over. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, you never wanna you never wanna stop recording when yeah. things are going really great. Exactly. Um, ju- before my super quick uh, three questions about producing for each one of you <laughs> that I prepped up, because um, I I just they're just fun questions. Um, the, what did you guys build first for? I mean, did you go for drums first? Did you oh. have a click track? Did you already have everything laid out? Uh-huh. Um, what was the order of? I mean, I mean, usually it's like drums and stuff, but did you have stems to play to? And how was the process for you guys? Okay, okay. so that was very mm-hmm. that was fun. Like the whole recording process this time was super new for us because David does things, you know, he has his way yeah. of getting the performers uh best performance out of them. Mm-hmm. So he's <laughs> like like, okay, let's put a click track, but not just a click track. It had to be My his. click track, yeah. His, his click, click track. track. Okay. And, and we were like, David, it's a click track. Like, <laughs> how different yeah. can it be? Like, no, 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 no. I took it back. I immediately took it back. No, he told us. He was like, every artist I work with always begs for my click after we finish the recording. Yeah. And we were like, we're we, not going to do that. We're not going to be one of those. We're going to break the cycle. No. We, we didn't not. break the cycle. He has such a yeah, good Yeah, he sent you the web file. Yeah, right? yeah. we have it. It's really it's good. So good. It's really good. I don't know how it is. It's just very short and precise. So and you, it has like it just, a shaker doing 16 notes. So there is no oh. blank space on that. It's really good. Track. Yeah, it's great. There is wow. no. I'm intrigued. Yes, yeah. it's, it's crazy how it works. We could have track. a whole podcast episode on click track. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Now, yeah. So basically, what we did uh, during uh-huh. pre-pro, we only had two weeks. I mean, it, it sounds like a lot, but we had. It was very. That's quick. a short time. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so we went into recording drums. That was the first. first. Yeah. Did you get the click on your? Did, did it work? The click work for you, like. The sound of the click that worked for you while you were recording immediately, or it did take a while? Yes, but it was weird. Look, like I had the okay. click track and I heard it perfectly. Yep. But I was on time, but I wasn't grooving, if that makes any oh, sense. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, like there was yep. no feeling in my playing. So basically, what yeah. we did, uh, we opened <laughs> Logic up. David grabbed his yeah. little MIDI keyboard and uh, he did these tracks to go along with the click track. That is basically a bass synth doing eight notes. And claps. Every song we have that. And so that's that I had the click track and like the loop track. Yes. It was very uncomfortable to play with. Like I'm gonna be honest. It sounds so annoying. It's yeah. There's so much going on. But I got it. I mean, I was I was yeah. really tight with it, and sometimes with click tracks and drums, like yep. it kind of like not bleeds out, but it kind of like fades away in your brain because mm-hmm. you have the hi hat, you have the snare, and it suddenly you just stop hearing it. But with these yeah. loops, it's part of the groove. No yeah. escape. Yeah, <laughs> it's always there. Yep, and it, it, that's amazing. That's experience right there. Yeah, of someone who, who knows how to get flinch. through. He was just like, "Oh, yeah. let's make the loop tracks." Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, it was very fun. Okay. So after after drums. Oh, sorry. Yeah. You're saying. No, I, I was actually going to say that. Woohoo! You read my okay. mind. After drums, we, they went immediately to bass. bass. We were like drums one week, bass, bass for another week. Another week. Get it, Ali. Okay. I mean, I don't know what to say about the bass week. 
Yeah. Um, you know? Base week. You know, I don't know what to say either because we weren't there. Like, well, we were. We were always checking up on, on her. But we were like, base week, David said like, okay, we're going into base. And this is like, Ale and I, like yeah, our time, time you know? <laughs> So yeah. we're just like, okay. You guys should go hang out somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, he's like, uh, give, us, Cheerios. give us space. Yeah. And we're like, okay, cool. So they they recorded for the whole day. And we would just come in at night to hear like to hear what, we did. what yeah. happened. What? You know what yeah. I just remember? What? So Ali was recording bass for this specific song. I had just finished recording the drums, right? <laughs> and um, I played the song incorrectly. Like I skipped, <laughs> oh, skipped I, she skipped I cut like a it bar. short. I skipped a bar. Oh, right. Okay. I started sweating. I wanted to cry. I was like, oh my God. Like, what are we going to do? Obviously, they, they fixed it very quickly. Yeah. But yeah, like, tick, 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 that tick, tick, tick. moment, you're yeah. petrified. Of course. I remember I was playing the track and I was like, this, this part doesn't end Am here. I missing something? <laughs> yeah, like, what's, am, am I doing what? it wrong? And then we checked it. And no, she didn't play. It was so uh, embarrassing. Yeah. I was mortified. I know I just it, something like that just happened to me a little while ago when I was like reporting to record a podcast mm -hmm. and uh, I was scheduled for <laughs> a long time and then it was so, and it just it feels I can I totally understand how you're feeling I, super embarrassed about I yes literally thought you were saying like another story yeah. I was like huh I was just like oh wait yeah. no it's gonna come back <laughs> it's gonna be here all throughout I'm sorry but I mean overall so, <laughs> for the basis I feel like the thing I learned the most, of course, was grooving because also it, it it happened to me that I played on time, but I felt like mm -hmm. a robot. So right, that, that to get the groove work. right is, ah. is well. Once that's the cool thing that you're you're at that ten percent right. Mm. You're you everything's locked down, but you need that little extra mm -hmm. just detail of grooving so that things to really feel it. And, and it's very weird. Yeah. Like, to someone who doesn't play, to just hear, like, oh, it's not grooving. Like, what the hell does that even yeah. mean? But it makes yeah, such a big difference. It does. It really does. Yeah. And I learned to play on time. Well, I did play on time, <laughs> but I rushed a bit. Yeah. And yeah. I really noticed that while recording. It, it was really frustrating at first. Like, the first day <laughs> of recording, we got almost, like, nothing done. Done. Yeah. Yeah. It was really frustrating. That but then I got horrible. the hang of it. Yeah, and it yeah. sounds you start getting start getting into the groove. Yeah, I yeah. mean, start settling, and you know, David Bended has this amazingly annoying ear mm -hmm. that he notices mm -hmm. everything. Everything. So it's mm -hmm. just like, yeah, you're put in like a microscope under a microscope. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So it's course. like, oh yeah. man, yeah. And something that happened to the three of us is the timing thing that Alan was talking about. Like we <laughs> thought we were on time. We thought we were pretty cool at that. We, we thought we were <laughs> yeah. good at that. After yeah. this whole recording experience, psych. Came, no, no, not really. Yeah. You no. found the next. You never. You found the next level. Yeah. yeah. You guys yeah, have yeah. been like, upping, power upping. Yeah, like yeah. We, you've been we skipping worked. to the next level for years since yeah. 2012, and then you do a project, and then you or, or you play a gig. Yeah. Or you write a song and you start finding the next level. You level up. And uh, level these up. are the experiences that level you up. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, in all in all that sense, it went absolutely amazing. Like we learned a lot about ourselves and what we have to mm -hmm. yeah, what our next step is, literally in mm -hmm. focusing on playing together. Because that's what's another thing. Even though playing individually was its own challenge, like playing together, oh, like God. really together was like We've been doing it for so long 
that it has now become like this automatic thing that now it's like, oh my God, I don't pay that much attention because I'm so used to it that now it's like, okay, let's get back into noticing everything that happens all the time. Mm -hmm. So it's so Plus it's recorded forever and ever and ever and ever. So you can hear what you need to to make the the track sound like, right? Exactly. Like on live and when you're practicing. Exactly. That's good. That's awesome. After that, guitars, arrangements. You know what? The, The next part was actually very funny. It wasn't that... Uh, like, hey, we are going guitars, then vocals, and like, no, we were okay. Okay, so next up is rhythm guitars only, yes, and lead vocals, and we're going to go mm-hmm. like one day guitars, one day vocals, one day guitars, like, oh, yeah, okay. because yeah, it was very weird, and mm-hmm. I think I did like it, but at the same time, it threw me off because. <laughs> David said, you know what? You may not believe me because I worked on so many projects, but this is the first time that the guitar player and the singer is the same person. And I don't wow. and I don't okay. want to burn you out. Like the rest of the process was all me, guitar all work and, yeah. and singing. So it <laughs> was four cool. weeks of intense work. And he was like, I don't want to literally brain your you know, brain your brain. Burn your brain. Brain your, yeah. yeah. Wreck your brain. Exactly. Brain your drain. Exactly. Yeah. All, all uh, brain that. Your drain. Yeah. <laughs> drain your brain. The other way around. Yeah. No, I totally get it. And it can be, it's it's mentally challenging. Yeah. It's physically challenging. And it's, uh, it's a whole, a whole lot it's to a whole do. Thing. Okay. So my three quick uh, fire questions about recording your new album for, here we go. Okay. For Ale. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. The most amazing, if you had to say one amazing part of it, lo más cool que te acuerdes, the coolest one experience during the production process. Get it. Oh, I feel um, pre-pro was really cool. Like the whole, we learned a lot in pre-pro. I feel like we learned more in pre-pro than we actually did in the recording. So it really prepared us for the recording. I mean, that's what it's for it. <laughs> but we also learned a lot about playing like within ourselves and really grooving mm-hmm. together. So I feel like that really helped a lot. That was one of my favorite parts. Yeah, and it was nice. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. No, okay. don't worry. That was oh, Anna's right. answer. I don't know why I was gonna say anything. <laughs> you're you're gonna like, yeah, of course. Yeah. And <laughs> okay, Pau. Um the most challenging part of it, lo más difícil. What was one of like if you had to say one thing? Part. I think the most challenging part of recording an album, I think for everyone, is uh-huh. like the mental health aspect. Like yeah. really taking the time um, to breathe and say, yeah. am I okay in this moment? Am I good emotionally? Because right. it's mm-hmm. such a, like a hard process to go through because art is all in the brain. It, it's very yeah. hard to explain. There's so much information there. Yeah, right? the fatigue you feel after working just one day because maybe you're not working like a five to nine or whatever it's called like you're you're not but it's tough it's mental strain yeah 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 Yeah. but the (laughs) mental exhaustion is insane so just keeping like a good rhythm and like a good checkup system between ourselves like hey Mm -hmm. i can pick it up in terms of like handling people and like negotiating debating the ideas of course like you go you yeah, go yeah. and then you that, and also a cool thing was the language thing we had the <laughs> yeah. spanish weapon 
Like we could yes. discuss between ourselves and then just present an idea. So yeah. that was also pretty cool. Because no That's one understood really cool. us. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. Espanol. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Danny. Yes. Uh, last fire, fire, uh, quick fire question. Um, from your recording process of your new album, the outtakes, the quirky, lo más funny, <laughs> uh, one moment that sticks out as a big um, outtake or funny moment that you think would be wow. cool to share. Okay, so there are a lot of funny moments during the whole process, especially since, you know, the whole team was very kind of jokester-y. And since we're very, uh, we are very loud and we always like oh, to talk. Um, <laughs> as you can see, there were a lot of jokes that came out through the whole uh, process. We even had like a, a shoe on time, like shoelaces on tying uh, contest contest throughout the whole like thing. No, yeah, it was. How does that work? So How does a shoe untying lace contest? Yeah, like work? whenever you would get the opportunity, you would try to like untie someone's so shoes. Shoelace. So yeah, no, okay. it was annoying. It was really annoying. It, <laughs> it got annoying because I, I I got really into it. Like yes. Anyway, whatever. Spanish is, was also one. Yes, the when 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 we talked in Spanish and everyone would get annoyed, they would make so like a lot of fun of or, that. Or yeah. when we try to teach them. Oh, that was Spanish. really funny. Oh, that was yeah. insanely funny. That's always funny. That's Super funny. Yeah. I, like I don't mean to be mean. Spanish is really hard. Like sometimes yeah. I yeah. get it wrong, and I'm from Mexico. But sometimes they would like. Yeah. Well, the highlight was Juan Ponce de Leon. You know <laughs> that guy, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you want to know how they pronounced it? Juan, what was it? Juan Ponce, Juan Ponce de, de Leon. De Like what is, what is that? that? Pompons yeah. Yeah. That was an ongoing joke. Yeah. Plus, there's some uh, really uh, funny words that even in Spanish they 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 sound funny. So when yeah. somebody else says it in another language for the first time, and you hear it, you see them pronounce it. It's just it's fun, fun yeah. stuff. Yeah. That was so that was that highlight. was very funny. Yeah. Well, guys, I don't want to take up a lot of your time. Uh, I'm so so happy that you guys had a little chance to uh, talk about a little bit of songwriting, <laughs> producing, and your album. Uh, one last thing, I just want to say, um, you guys rock. I mean, Aww, it's thanks. just. I mean, I'm I'm so excited that you guys are part of this uh, this project at this early stage of it. And uh, we'll talk later about building some artist series instruments for you guys Ooh, uh, on the site. Some some late some loops, some bass loops, some drum loops, some guitars, and some stuff like that. That'd be awesome yeah, to yeah. to do with yeah. you guys. Uh, anything else you want to share with your fans? Okay, of course you can find the warning at Instagram. It's yes. at the warning. What is it under? Rock band. The warning the rock, rock band. band. Yeah, yeah, the warning rock band at Instagram. Uh, the website for the warning is thewarningband.com. Thewarningband.com. You can find uh, the band there and uh, check out all of their albums. They're amazing. There's some stuff in there that I'm still figuring out harmonically <laughs> and melodically. It's just amazing stuff. You guys are true rock stars. I'm so happy you guys are here. And anything else you want to share about oh, stuff that's so coming much. up for you guys? Um, well, more than share, we, we really want to thank you for having yeah, us here. We had yes. a great time. No, it's always great you, talking guys. with you, yeah. even though we had a little. Yeah, of course, that had to come up again <laughs> before we before we ended. Thank <laughs> you, for, thank you so much for reminding me. Yeah, it's always 
It's yeah. always so cool to talk with you because <laughs> we can get into songwriting, but it goes like a little bit deeper than that, yeah. you know? It's just yeah. like, it's, cool. it's so cool. It's we'll get geeky um, about it some some other time also. We'll talk yeah. about re recording and DWs and Logic and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, right. The and uh, yeah, of course. Uh, you guys... Um, so sorry that you know like we got rescheduled <laughs> no problem i feel it's i feel okay. horrible i'm going to <laughs> yeah. totally edit all this uh, remorse from the yeah. no, I'm, I'm keeping it. of course <laughs> but, i'm keeping it like even though that happened and we it's totally okay we're going to tease you all of the course time. Yeah. So, i i wouldn't yes. expect anything less from you guys <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, well, just I just want to add that uh, you guys were a big part of uh, the Last Kids on Earth, which was a Netflix. Hey. It's is a Netflix series that's out on Netflix. You guys played the drums and bass and and guitars and that. It's amazing. I used a lot of that uh, punch and that uh, extremely virtuoso unique style that you guys have on the show you can check it out on on netflix we'll we're still waiting we guys we're still waiting to see if they if they uh, let us uh, do another two uh, seasons or more yes tell, tell your yes. people to tell netflix to all your fans yeah. to tell netflix to yes give us more last all. kids on earth yeah uh, do you guys like it did you guys like the show yeah yes. no it's it, so cool i will never forget the tiny screwdriver Like it's it's edged <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. We did we did uh three season three books on, yeah. on Netflix for that, and we're still waiting to see if anything else comes up. Of course, you guys, uh, I'll send you uh, some files to record because it's awesome. Hell yeah! Uh, yeah our cues cool. our cues for the show. Whenever your stuff comes on and I start using it, just brings the, the whole uh, music cue to life, and they just sound amazing. So thank you so much also for that. And uh, yeah, it was an amazing well, experience. Yeah, was, thank you for having us. No, thank you so much. And uh, that would be our show. Thank you so much. The Warning. Uh, check out their new album coming out this year. And uh, this is El Composer Podcast. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs> See ya. See ya. Keep rocking. Thank you so much, everybody. Bye-bye. Ciao. As always, my name is Marcelo Trevino, and this was El Composer Podcast. Gracias. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for creating, listening to, and or supporting music creators. Of course, don't forget to subscribe so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. And I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.